Greetings, citizens, and welcome to episode 51 of Paranoia, Fight Together or Die a Clone. I am slightly conflicted. This is the episode after our one-year anniversary, so maybe I should recap a few things, including some things from the previous episode which are rather important. I don't want to take up too much time if you're already listening to everything, however, so I'll make it really fast. Let's see how much of a year's worth of this podcast I can get through in one minute. We currently have four troubleshooters. Troubleshooters work for Frank Computer. Frank Computer runs Alpha Complex. Alpha Complex is full of humans, but also some of these humans are bad. Bad humans include communists, mutants, and traitors. And unfortunately, all of the players also are these things, or at least some of them. We have Bees, playing the character Bees, who lives in perpetual fear of her mutant psionic overlords. Kyle, playing the character Kyle, who is secretly a member of Purge, the secret society dedicated to destroying Frank Computer and taking over all of Alpha Complex. Ram, playing the character Ram, who lives in even more fear than Bees of his even scarier overlords, the Illuminati. And Lights, playing the character Dwight, who is a member of the Frankenstein Destroyers, a group which is absolutely positively dedicated to destroying all intelligent machines in Alpha Complex, including the computer. This is of particular note because currently they're visiting an ultraviolet citizen, which is the highest and most important clearance level of citizens, who is a great inventor of machines, and whose tower is absolutely filled with robots that Lights would like to destroy. The players could barely keep themselves from trying to kill him, although the giant force field between them and him also helped in the ability to not kill him. Not to mention all the security measures in the tower, which would probably cause all of them to die if they did anything funny. And I just went three seconds over time, so that is the end. Nothing else happened in this podcast. Anyone who tells you otherwise is a traitor. So now the players are waiting around for someone to escort them outside the tower since they finished their business here. Although they were promised a tour... And I'm sure nothing bad will happen when you let these fine folks tour a facility that assembles robots. Let us resume. All right, uh, now you're standing here. All right, I'm going to wait for that Jackobot to give you that tour. Anybody else want to go on a tour? Yeah, I want to wait for the Jackobot to take me on the tour. Yes, I want to go on the tour. Go on the tour. Go on the special ultraviolet tour. All right. Eventually, the door opens and the Jackobot comes in and says, "Greetings. Your meeting is concluded. Please follow me." Okay, I follow him. Is this Jack? Um, it looks exactly the same. All right, that's good. Hey, can you identify yourself? You specified to refer to me as Jack. Ah, uh, same one? Oh, okay. All right. All right, you step out, and uh, the machine says, I've been instructed to give you a tour of some of our facilities. Is this correct? Yeah. So it would seem. Very well. Please follow me. Uh, he takes you down the hall to a elevator. Okay. And Bees is just holding her two empty soda cans, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is there a trash can? Um, the robot thinks about this for a second and says, What sort of garbage are you disposing of? Cans? Ah, yes. Um, the wall opens up and another Jackabot walks out and says, Please turn over the contraband. Uh, I give him a soda can? I give him the cans? He takes the cans and he walks back into the wall and the wall closes. How many of those are behind the walls? Many. Hmm. He walks into the elevator. All right, I get into the elevator. All right, let's get in the elevator. Once someone stops doing treason. Hi there, it's me, Gosts, the Game Master. Since I did a recap of the story, I should also recap how this podcast works. When you hear that noise you just heard, it's because I am pausing the game for just a moment to tell you about something secret that's happening that otherwise you wouldn't know about. For example, here's a quick reminder about typing noises. Most of the time I try to get rid of these in recordings because, well, they're kind of annoying to listen to. 
However, it should be noted that when people are typing, it's usually because they're talking with me in secret over text while the game is being played. Which means if you hear typing noises in the background, I'm leaving them in because everyone else is hearing them and they know something secret's going on. So you should know something secret is going on too. Because when something secret is going on, it usually means someone is committing treason. I'm telling you this because it's going to happen a lot this episode. You go down very far in the elevator for quite some time. Eventually, the door opens up, and uh, you're in a, a metallic sort of infrared area. You're not sure what floor you're on because the elevators are very fast and smooth. Uh, you're in a hall. You go down the hall for a little bit. Um, eventually, the Jacobot puts his hand on one of the panels, and a door opens up, and you walk in. You're now in a very large polygon-shaped room. You're not sure how many sides it has because it has very many, and they twist quite expansively, but um, you're standing on a observation platform of some kind. Not exactly a control room, more of just like a, a lookout spot, although there are some computer terminals here to interact with. Ah, computer terminals. I'd like you to take special note of these computer terminals because they are of particular interest to our player, Lights. Lights is currently holding a secret and untraceable data drive. He would really like to stick this data drive into these computers and download information about robots that he's not supposed to have. However, there's a robot watching him right now. And also all of his fellow troubleshooters are watching him right now. So it may be difficult to do this. I hope you like computer terminals, because we're going to be talking about these terminals a lot this episode. Outside of the glass, you can see uh, this appears to be a facility to assemble... Uh, you're pretty sure they're warbots, because they're... Just absurdly large. Uh. Each of these, from the left side of the room, from your perspective, a very large metal sphere rolls out on a clamp, and then um, several pieces start getting screwed into it, including some very big Dr. Octopus-looking uh, legs that get uh, attached to various sections. Uh, from there, the bot uh, puts its legs on the ground, and uh, just sort of walks forwards out of the clamp to the next stage where it starts attaching turrets and antennae and all sorts of other things. Each of these from, you can't quite tell the size from here, but you're, you're assuming it's probably the size of a large truck uh, in the center, and then it's got the arms too. And then it starts attaching some sensors, and then it starts attaching some plexiglass sheets over these sensors for extra protection. It starts screwing those in with lots of arms coming down from the ceiling and out of the walls, uh, and they continue walking along like that, adding more and more parts until... Uh, what you assume is the completed bot, or maybe the partially completed bot, uh, walks out of the right side of the room. Wow. One second. I'm typing in my secret chat that I want to uh, blow up the facility now. I'm using machine empathy on the warbot. Destroy facility. Needing Dr. Elroy was a blast. Fuck me! Oh no! <laughs> I'd like to leave now, I say to the Jackobot. <laughs> I hope that the episode length works out such that I can start the episode with you saying, I'm going to say that before I blow up the facility and end it with you saying that. <laughs> and then maybe me saying this. We'll see how the timing works out. Yeah. The timing did not work out. So, just as a refresher, when the team first entered this facility, sort of as a uh, as a joke, not not necessarily serious, they told Lights that if he was going to do something stupid and blow everything up around him, he should first say the phrase, meeting Dr. Elroy was a real blast. That way they would know something is going to happen and they can try to get out of the way. You should keep this in mind because... <sighs> it's going to happen a lot this episode. 
Uh, let me think. Yeah, I'm just going to continue excitedly going on this tour. I enjoy seeing this as a bot spotter. Mm-hmm. I do want to look at how these bots are made. It's pretty weird. And they're big. Um, they're huge, and they're violent. Goss, I have a question for you mm-hmm. about my secret society. Yes. Um, would the bot spotters be interested in seeing like a video of like these robots being assembled? Yes. All right. Yeah. Let's film it. Uh, you take out your PDC and uh, you press the uh, record button, and your PDC says "signal override, no recording allowed." Oh, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense, actually. Yeah, it does, <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> uh, anyways, the Jackobot says. This is the assembly for the Warbot X4928, also commonly referred to as the Warbot Vaporization Express. Why is it called that? Uh, the Jackabot just looks at you with uh, seven different sensors strapped to its face. Are all of them with pity? Perhaps. <laughs> Listen, this is our question. moxie god. A... You should be able to know. Yeah, this is a very yeah. simple question. Robots can be hard to read. Yeah, I don't think you can mask a robot. You can try, but... Uh, I'm not going to try. It's not easy. I don't think you heard <sighs> Anyways, you. Anyways, um, the Jackabot says, Dr. Elroy prefers to have this model assembled on site due to the fact that it is new and he has not yet publicly released the blueprints for mass manufacture. However, they are performing admirably in the field. I can imagine, yeah. Sounds about right. It is anticipated for a... 227-year release. How years right now? 225. 25, yeah. As a person who is in the armed forces, do I know about how the armed forces feels about warbots? Like, the general recruit kind of idea about what warbots are like? Mm. Is it like, oh, hot damn, I love warbots when they're on the field, I'm invincible, or is it like, oh god, it's the warbots, we're gonna get vaporized? I think it kind of depends on the bot. Usually people are... In the armed forces are happy to have some bots on their side uh, to soak up the uh, laser fire in front of them. But um, there are some instances where uh, they the armed forces can be unhappy if um, only bots are sent in to do a job because they don't like that. They also don't like certain bots that are known for collateral damage. Are warbots some of those bots? Some warbots, yes. Great. That doesn't sound great. I don't want to be collateral damage. Well, I, th- I feel like I, feel I might like the be. The vaporization robot is probably pretty collateral damagey. Just a guess. Um. Hmm. Yo, Jack. Yes. Uh, can I get a better view of this? Am I allowed to? Please feel free to step as close to the windows as you like. Although, please refrain from smudging them. All right. I step as far from the windows as I like. All right. You walk backwards out of the room into the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> Question mark. Yeah. I, all right, I lean forward, like on like on the glass, but I like don't. I gotta like lean with my body in such a way that my glass that I don't touch the glass. Gotcha. Like um, like smooth criminal Michael Jackson. Okay. Just out of curiosity, Ram bees are either of you? Um, I'm taking a look. I'm I'm trying to get in close to. I want to see what this bot I'm, is like. I'm looking, but I'm definitely not. You know, like touching the glass. I'm not touching right, the glass. So take a order look. of proximity is probably lights Ram bees. Yeah, and then Kyle way far. I like how you're just asking this for no reason, which is cool. No reason at all. The reason I'm asking, of course, is that getting close to the glass means that you're getting close to the computers. Lights has specifically decided to get close to the glass so that he can get close to the computers and access them. 
However, the distance of everyone else from the computers will influence how hard it is for him to do this and not get caught. He already has some difficulty because Jack, the robot, will not take his eyes off of him. However, it will be easier if nobody is standing nearby. Kyle has helpfully volunteered to step as far away as possible, and Bees is a moderate distance away. Unfortunately, Ram is right next to Lights, which means it's going to be very tricky for him to do this successfully, unless he can get Ram to go somewhere else. Um, okay, so... Lights, you look I have a question for you. One sec. Lights? What? Hmm? Am I, lights, am I in the splash zone? Um... Hey, Lights, uh, remember when we talked about what you should say? He did say it. Was gonna happen? He did say it, but nothing happened. Oh, I didn't, I didn't hear it. So I'm for him to say it again, and then I'm going to get mad at him every time he says it, and then I'm going to shoot him at he says it too many times later. I'm not going to say anything, okay? Okay. <laughs> You're okay with that? <laughs> no, I'm just, I, I'm acknowledging that you said uh, that to me. Gus, I would like to scoot back more. How far back? Um, Doorway. Okay, so you're standing in the doorway? Yeah. And Kyle's in the back of the hallway? Yeah. Alright. Um, let's see. Lights is now going to roll the dice to secretly interact with the computers. He's going to fail miserably. Well, not too miserably, actually. He got a couple of successes. And when someone gets some failures and some successes on their dice roll, I like to make something good happen. So I figured I would help him disguise his attempt. Remember how I mentioned not to smudge the glass? I will tell him that he almost loses his balance and that he touches the computers to stop himself from falling over. It's telling what he's actually doing, which is fiddling with the computers, but he manages to make it look like it's actually something else that he's doing. Of course, the players are all experienced paranoia players, so they probably won't be fooled. But he does manage to fool the robot that's watching him, and that way he won't get killed immediately, at least. Now, I'm sure you're familiar with the dice-rolling sound that I use. However, I've been thinking recently that I don't really have any way to distinguish if the dice being rolled are public or secret dice. In the past, I've always just kind of done the dice-rolling sound effect regardless. Or sometimes if it's secret, I haven't done the sound effect at all because I don't want you to think that people are looking at dice. But maybe it would be better if I had some kind of special dice-rolling effect to indicate that I'm rolling them but nobody knows. I pondered what this would sound like, and I thought, maybe I should do the dice-rolling sound backwards. Well, that's a really cool sound, but it doesn't really sound like dice at all. Maybe I could do the dice-rolling sound, but like really low and muffled. No, all of these just kind of sound distorted or weird, or just kind of the dice-rolling sound but harder to hear. So then I got kind of drunk, and I started using any kind of effects in Audacity that I could find. I'll spare you all the details, but um, what I eventually came up with was the dice-rolling sound. But I play the StarCraft cloaking noise first. And uh, then I realized that I need to stop working on this because I've wasted too much time on it. But uh, if you think that any of these were good or useful, then let me know. Uh, otherwise, I might just continue using the regular dice sound. Uh, lights? Yeah? You almost fall over onto the glass, but you uh, put your hands onto one of the computers to stop yourself. Oh, but, thank uh, God! I thought I was going to touch the glass! <laughs> but the robot says, please do not plaster your hands on the computers. Um, okay. 
I lean back just a little bit, so I'm smooth criminaling slightly less. Okay. What did you type on that computer? What did you do? Do you want to look at the computer, Ram? I want to take a glance at that little computer. Take a little look. A little look-see. With my, my eyes. Um, it says... Hang on, let me check something. I was about, yeah, okay, thanks. I heard this. Uh, it says 4528703 M, T-R-E-U-H-G-S-F-R-I-K-H. Yeah, okay, you can stop. That's yep, thank you. Thank you. Yep, thanks. Thanks. No, keep going. No, that's, that was it. I finished. Uh. Um, anyways, what was I saying? Yeah, so when you're uh, closer to the glass, you can see that there are actually three of these assembly lines. Uh, some of them are closer to you. Um, and you can't see them unless you're actually at the glass. Uh, and it looks like you can see uh, some infrareds going uh, very carefully around the assembly floor, um, looking at stuff. Um, maybe they are checking to see if anything's wrong, or maybe they're taking notes or studying something. You're not quite sure. Oh, wait, hold on. You see that infrared right there? Where? Are you pointing out to him to me? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I say, yeah? That guy? Uh, no, that one right there. Oh, that one. Yeah, I see him. What about him? Does he look suspicious? I just look at you. I say he looks no, like no, an look infrared. Yeah, he's look an at him. Inf- yeah, he's, he's shifty. An, he's an infrared working on the factory floor. Yeah, he's shifty. I'm just looking at you. He's being shifty right now. Look at him. I point again. Um, you look at this guy. I do. Factory floor. Well, I mean, you're looking at him, right? I'm looking at lights. Oh, you're looking at lights. Okay, sorry. I'm just staring at lights. You're not going to look where he's pointing? No. At this point, because lights has failed his first dice roll, I have told him, in secret, that he's going to have to make a choice. He has to either do something to the computers while Ram watches, which could be a death sentence, or he can get Ram to look somewhere else. You probably already realized that's what he was trying to do. Unfortunately, Ram is not that easy to fool. He understands exactly what's happening, and he is not going to give in. Even if I try to force him, he does not care. He will not look away from lights. So... Hey, Ram. What? Did you slap me? No. <laughs> I just heard a ping noise. I was like, did you just slap me? Uh, Ram, look at that guy. You'll have a blast. Uh, one second. Uh, That's a threat. One second. I, uh... <laughs> my hand twitches from my absent blaster. Uh, I just stare at you. I'm not moving. I'm just looking at you. Maybe you should have said, look at that guy or you'll have a blast. Yeah, you didn't threaten me. In a nice way, so I'm just gonna stare at you. Alright, Ram's just staring at lights. Lights is pointing at the at the guy, and Jack is looking at lights and Ram, and uh, Bees is looking at something from the doorway, and Kai's looking at uh, Bees' ass. God, no. The stalemate continues. <laughs> Ram? Yes? Uh, I'm going to just reach in my pockets. I'm going to throw 50 plastic reds behind Ram. <laughs> I pick it up. Yeah, like, I hear <laughs> them the clatter. You can't do that. You have to get past these. I hear them clatter. <laughs> pick it up. I pick it up. 
<laughs> you, you run into the room and body slide to try to get them before we <laughs> I'm not trying to get them. I'm just looking at lights. Okay, Ram? do you just body slide into the room to get the fucking plastic crits? Yeah. Ram? Yeah? <laughs> just get the fucking plastic crit. I dropped it on accident. It's wow. alright. Bees are getting it. I can hear her doing it right now. <laughs> I'm just taking in the view. It's a beautiful Ram? factory floor. Ram? Yeah? Ram? The view of light's face? Yeah. Ram? What's up? Are you doing this to me right now? I'm looking at you. Ram? He comes over and picks up the plastic creds. The consequences will be <laughs> dire, Ram. Uh... <laughs> You don't I don't know. Those it sounds like right it sounds now. like there needs to be more plastic creds because Bee just picked them um, up. I Be- hand the plastic creds to Ram. Oh, how many plastic yeah, creds? How many plastic creds would I need to drop for you to help pick it up? Like a reasonable <laughs> I don't know. A hundred plastic creds <laughs> sounds pretty good. How many plastic creds do you actually have? Is the better question. <laughs> how many have you actually printed out? <laughs> Ooh, that's a good question. Oh, well, to be fair, you did say it's going to be a blast two I times. Know, they know about this. You have to specify. We're printing out plastic cuts. You know what? I'll, I'll, uh, Ram, just look the other. Just, just go away. Just we'll go. Just, just go away. Is that what your character? Your character? You just say, "Hey, just go away." No, I mean, just look at that guy right there. I say, pointing at that guy. I, maybe I should come back in and look at life. You should look at life with me. It's pretty fun. He's making weird. He's making weird like twitches internally. All right. All right. I come back in and I look at light bulbs. Okay. You're all just looking at me. Are you standing like on his left side or like behind yeah, him? Yeah, I'm standing or... on the opposite side of Ram. All right, we're like standing, like we're like ostensibly all looking out at the factory floor, but we're all just looking at light bulbs. You, you know, you know, you know that you know that gift from the all office. Right, I am pulling where, off. Uh, I'm pulling out my uh, bot analytics display 800. All right, uh, you reach into your bag and you pull out your bot analytics display 800. Right. That's a nice right. bot analytics display 800. Yeah, it is, and I'm going to open it. Okay. And there's going to be like mm-hmm. a little display on it, right? With a yeah. Keyboard. Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to start typing on it. All right. <sighs> All right, I close it and put it away. Okay. All right. This is what we refer to as a ruse, a distraction. The old bait and switch. Lights has not done the thing that he wanted to do. But if they think he has, maybe they'll leave him alone. Uh, where was that? All right, we can get. Where was that analytics aimed at? Um, it wasn't plugged into anything, so no aimed at. Aimed at. Yeah, like where was it pointing? I mean, I was just looking at the factory floor when I typed it into it. It wasn't aimed uh-huh. at anything, you know. It needs to be plugged in. Okay. Maybe he was prepping. All right, we can go. <laughs> Maybe he was. Pre- He's preparing to analyze. We can go. We can go. I'm looking at the at the factory floor. After you, my friends. All right, uh, everyone leaving? Thank you for the plastic creds, bees. Do I want to ask what order you are leaving in? Do you? I don't think it matters. I do. Well, wouldn't it make sense that we leave in the order Kyle, me, come... Ram, lights? <laughs> no, I'll go after lights. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I had. That's what I wanted to hear. Yeah, we're escorting our good friend light bulbs out of the building. So what's the order? There's going to be bees, Ram, lights Kyle, me. Lights, or lights, Kyle? <coughs> yeah. Lights me. Lights me, then Ram and bees. Yeah. Yes. No, I think I'm going to save it longer. <laughs> all right. I guess we'll stay too. <laughs> I guess we'll all just stay with you. We don't want to leave you alone. Yeah, we couldn't leave our buddy. We love our buddy. Our good don't pal. Know. We love our cops or law enforcement. <laughs>
Are you calling yourself a cop? <laughs> yeah, we're troubleshooters. We're literally cops. We're literally not cops. We are cops. Insect are the cops. Cops are we cops? No, there are law enforcement. You're kind of like cops. No. You did shoot a dog that one time. <laughs> <laughs> I, you did shoot a dog. <laughs> we're gonna have to cut this. No, this is standing. I'm just a video game protagonist. Video game protagonists shoot dogs all the time. Why are we doing this? I'm a video game protagonist who's frozen Why on the dialogue. Why are you doing We're this? We're frozen in a dialogue menu with me lights. I'm just looking at you. And my head is broken. I'm just staring. There will be consequences. Okay. I can help you, lights. <laughs> Kyle's favorite phrase, I can help you. <laughs> no, I'm just going to keep looking at that guy that's being suspicious. Please note that this tour is limited to 20 minutes. Now, at this point in time, I was experiencing a dilemma. On the one hand, this is the funniest shit that's ever happened to me, and I don't want it to stop. On the other hand, I can't leave them here forever. They have to move on someday. So I will apply a small amount of pressure. Hopefully this pressure will cause them to speed up a little bit towards a conclusion without uh, overdoing it and causing it to end prematurely. Although I have just set them a time limit, I'm not actually going to time them. I'm just doing this so that in the future I can say, the tour's over, and if they complain, I can say, well, I told you so. Ah, lights, you got us. How many minutes have we been here? Feels like years. Eileen and I say, lights would be pretty suspicious if you only sit in this this room. It'll be pretty suspicious. It would be pretty suspicious, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd be very suspicious. uh, Super suspicious. Don't want to be suspicious. Yeah, you don't want to be suspicious. I do not want to be suspicious, so I think All that right. we should start getting ready to leave. All right, let's and leave. Kyle, for, or Kyle, get can you get Ram to leave, and then I'll be ready to leave with you. <laughs> All right, Ram, leave. Uh, listen, this is an equal partnership, baby. Ram, leave, or I'll help you. You'll leave, or you'll help me. Oh God, <laughs> that's, a, that's a threat to yourself, not to me. Uh, you don't understand. You don't understand. You don't understand anything. It's a big threat. I have to see this. I have to see what happens. I want to feel the heat of their bombs. <laughs> I want to feel the heat of their bombs. When's the last time you read Gunner Krieg? <laughs> we have to cut this out. Topical Gunner Krieg reference. <laughs> Topical Gunner Krieg reference. Ram, please leave. <sighs> no, you know what? I'm going to look at that shifty infrared. All right, Ram okay. finally uh, turns his head. Um, are we looking at but- that shifty infrared? Well, Ram is. Um, between two of the uh, assembly lines... There's an infrared who's just standing next to one of the conveyor belts, and he's just staring directly at the conveyor belt as it moves, and his eyes are not moving at all. None of them's moving at all. I turn back the lights and say, wow, he's not even moving at all. Yeah, do you see how suspicious that is? Look at his hands, specifically. Yeah, he was just standing there with his hands. Yeah, look at the hands while he's doing that. I was looking at the hands while he was doing that. He was just standing there, doing nothing. Did you not see those hand gestures he was making? He was switch talking. What switch talk? (laughs) Look at his hands. I don't understand what you mean. Alright, hold on a second. Wait a minute. Alright, you look at light bulbs. I'll look at the infrared. Yeah, you look at the infrared. I'll look at light bulbs. Alright, alright. Bees, you should be picking our pockets at this point. Like, like we're free fucking money. He's he's signaling for you, Ram. Okay. What are you talking about? Bees, you're also looking at the infrared now, aren't you? Kyle's looking at the infrared now, and I'm looking at lights. Yeah, I'm looking at And, but, okay. The reason I said, Bees, you're looking at the infrared now is because, similar to Lights, she made a roll to attempt to see what all of them are doing without them noticing, but she failed. So, I said, you're looking at the infrared to indicate that she had moved up behind them, but uh, nobody was paying attention, so I almost tried to explain further, but 
you can hear my voice change as I realize, wait, if they don't care, then I guess they don't care. So Bees gets away with it. There's nothing to pocket pick, Ram. We don't have anything on us. I've got 50 plastic cards that you handed me for some reason. Can no, I you're handing those? that to me because I dropped it. I asked you to hand it to me. Oh. I actually, I handed them to Ram. You so did, yeah. Why would you hand it to Ram? I said I dropped it, you fucking lunatic. Yeah, and then she handed it to uh, me, so I, I have 50 plastic I handed them to Ram cards. because you asked Ram to pick them up for you, so I, you know, <laughs> well, handed he them he didn't. I didn't realize you were going to slide over like a fucking power slide. <laughs> I give you your 50 plastic creds back while looking at you. It's like, here's your plastic creds back. My friend that you dropped on the floor behind me. Ram? Yes. We could be friends. We could be friends. We could be very close friends. I, I like to think that we are friends. We could be very close friends. Alright, so where's everyone looking now, just to clarify? <sighs> Light Hi, bulbs. Ram. I've looked at the infrared. We have looked at like it. I'd like it if you left. I guess I'm looking at the infrared. This is riveting. This is so good. Ram, <laughs> Ram would you kindly leave? Would I kindly? Topical Bioshock yeah. reference. Uh, I don't know. My dearest friend. My dearest comrade. My dearest compatriot. My, my, my eyes light up as you call me a comrade. He lights. This guy is standing completely still. No, not like that. <laughs> no, not yeah, like so that. Are you standing completely <laughs> still? <laughs> Ram, I'm warning you right now. I'm looking at <laughs> I lights and I say lights. Head. The infrared was looking like this and I stand completely still and look at him. <laughs> Ram, please. Wait, is he looking at the infrared? Who? Ka- uh, Ram. Ram. <laughs> Are you? Do you want to look again? Uh, uh, No, I don't want to look again. Well, then how do you know what he's standing like? Because I saw How do you know standing. what he's standing like that? Because I told him. I said he's standing completely still. Just yeah, like this. He told me. Like, yeah, but you didn't say still. how he's standing completely still. Ram, yes. If you leave, if I leave, uh, I'll give you an outdoor life mag. I don't want an outdoor life mag. I would like a. I'll leave like... for an outdoor life mag, and I'll take Ram, Ram with if me. You leave, I'll let you look at that. All right, take Ram with I'll you. let you look at the sword. Wait, All right, I pick you Ram up. Sword? Okay, I say yes. I say yes when you say look at the sword. I'm outie. I really don't want to interrupt the flow of the show here, but I just want to remind you that looking at the sword, which is the thing that Lights just offered, is allowing Ram to look at the extremely treasonous robot-killing sword that Lights has, which Ram really wanted to look at, but Lights would not let him see. Okay. Wait, Bees has already taken you. No, I, I, I picked have to Ram accept. up and I'm leaving for my outdoor life mag. All right, Bees and Ram run out of the room as fast as possible. <laughs> Give me a laser <laughs> mag, I Kyle. shout behind me. I look at Kyle like a true, true friend. Yeah. And then I'm just not going to do anything suspicious at all. Yep. Okay. Bees, I'm just letting you know that the Outdoor Life mag is going to be garbage because I've already used all the Outdoor Life mags that I already had. She can get more. You have to get more for your Outdoor right. Life skill. Um, and with that, I think everyone's done in this room, right? Yeah. I say, having to type a bunch of shit now. <laughs> I can't believe you don't trust me, Lights. I can't believe it. Yeah. Hmm? Do Jackobots... I want to ask this Jackobot, rather. I don't know why I'm saying do Jackobots. I want to ask this Jackobot. Is there a place where these warbots come off the assembly line that is part of the tour? Oh, are you asking the Jackobot? Yeah, I'm asking the Jackobot that. Um, the Jackobot thinks about this and says... 
I suppose so. Come with me. Ah, yes. All right, I come with him. All right, I'm coming with Kyle. Wait a minute. Jacobite, is there more tour? We can't. If just... they're leaving the room, can we go? Yeah, with I'm them? going with them. If they're leaving, well, yeah, more tour. They come okay. back out of the room. This room's a yeah. Dead this end. is literally part of the tour. <laughs> I didn't um... think you're just leaving, going home. <laughs> All right. So you head, uh, you head down the hallway for a while, quite a lengthy while. Uh, eventually, you come to another elevator and you go further down. And uh, then you head through another hallway, another door, uh, and you find yourselves uh, standing on a catwalk in a very large warehouse. In this warehouse, there are uh, basically bowling ball racks, and you see that these robots are uh, stomping through. You're much closer to them now, and they're very large and loud as they move around. But they're basically stomping uh, into this room. And then uh, loading themselves up onto the bowling ball racks. Can I reach them? Uh, no, you are on a catwalk above them. Um, How far a, above them? There's a ladder down that you could climb down, but you're not probably not supposed to do that. Can I climb down that ladder? I am afraid the factory floor is not for guests. That's a shame. Wouldn't it be a shame? That's unfortunate. I say out of character if someone <laughs> fell. <laughs> it would be a shame um, if somebody fell. How far is this fall? Mm, about 20 feet. That would hurt. You can handle that. I can handle that. It would be painful. Oh, you can handle that. Uh, would you like to handle yeah, that? Yeah, push bees down. Handle <laughs> the repercussions after handling that? Would you like to handle it, bees? I don't know. What do you need? <laughs> well, if you, if you were to jump off for some reason, uh, you'd be on a metal floor, and then several feet in front of you, a couple meters actually in front of you, there would be... um one of the massive bowling ball racks. You could run up, and then you could either touch the um, very shiny <laughs> metal uh, rack, or you could just, like, rub your hands against the surface of the uh, spherical bot. Um, you could also just, like, run left or right and try to go through one of the doors that definitely won't open for you. Wow, this sounds like a raw deal, dude. I'm. These are completely legitimate options. I am merely trying to be honest and inform you of the possible benefits that you could gain, which are few and far between. Yeah, that sounds like a raw deal, dude. I don't think I'm going to jump down. Hey, raw deal. You know, you know, I bet you... Right, then don't jump down. I bet you down. that if someone fell down, though, it would make a really great distraction. That's true. Do you want me I to, suppose... like, just pick you up and throw you over, like, a, like one of those, like, beat-em-up arcade games where you We're can offering to help you, you stupid fucking bitch! Yes. No, you're not! <laughs> We're literally offering to help you. I don't need your help. I want to go. Fine, let's go. Then let's go. Asshole. See you to her. Okay, um, the Jackabot takes you out, and uh, maybe maybe the Jackabot makes notes about how much more interesting the previous part was and how uninteresting this part was of the tour, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, um, it certainly was. Where's the firing range? <laughs> the, firing the firing range. range. Yeah, um, the part where they test all the warbot weapons. Uh, the Jackabot says, I am afraid I cannot let you access that segment. It's the best part, dude. Gosh, I have a question. It is Dr. Elroy told us we could give a tour. Please. Yes. He, he said we can tour the things that are interesting to us. And this guy said that he likes robots, but I said I like guns. This seems like a great compromise. The guns are commonly known as the best part. I think robots are already a great compromise. The, the bot stops for a minute and says, I'm sorry, but I have contacted the tour guide administration and your request has been denied. Well, I can't argue with the tour guide administration. Gus, I have a question. Yes, what's that? Are there still, like, uh, minigun turrets? In this particular hallway, no. Ah. Um, usually they are in the actual rooms, not the halls. 
Uh, anyway, the bot would like to take you back to the elevators now, and presumably back through the very long route that I've already described and that I will not be describing again, but you're free to notify me if there's anything you want to do at any point during that tour process. I'll allow it. Let's get okay. out. Let's get out of here. All right. Um, so you head back up. Oh, wait. The... Hold on. Hold on. I need to use the restroom. Oh, my God. The restroom, of course, is where Lights will hide the data device that he has by turning intangible, which is his mutant power, sticking it in his body, and then becoming tangible again. If I were a real piece of shit Game Master, then I would do something to make it so he can't get into the bathroom and do it secretly again. But I was feeling pretty generous after all the effort that he just went through to get that data, to be honest, so I decided that I would just make it a little bit tricky. He has to just pressure the robot to let him use the bathroom. But I wouldn't actually do anything to stop him from doing it. Very well. Um, can you wait until we get up to the cable car area? Um. No, I don't think I can. It would be very unhygienic if I couldn't. Very well. The bot takes you on a side path until you get to another restroom. All right. I use the restroom. Do the needful. Don't need to describe okay. it. Does anyone else need to use the restroom? No, get me out of here. I want to go home. All right. Um, <laughs> once Lights comes out, he takes you back to the elevator, and then you go up to the cable cars, and then you go back across on the cable cars. Feel free to stop me at any point. And then you go While down we're on the, on the cable wait, cars, wait. I turn to Lights, and I say, uh, you know, you've you've been using the potty a lot. Maybe you should see a doctor. Yeah, Bouncy Ball Verge goes right through me if it's extra classic. That's why I usually don't drink that flavor, but I can't say no to Dr. Alroy, you know? Lights, I have a question about your behavior here today yeah do you think this is a tram or a cable car or a train <laughs> i think this is very clearly <laughs> a cable car because a cable car is not a tram nor a train yeah it's on a cable <sighs> it's important to know i write I write, I write down that note in my pda <sighs> i drink a i drink a full can of Mountain Valley beverage all right uh the bot just looks at you nervously why are you so nervous what's the worst that can happen another bathroom stop no. <laughs> but I do need to get someone to throw away this can. Uh, he looks around the cable car and he says, I'm afraid you will have to hold the can until we finish. Damn. All right. What do you mean? There's like windows right there. <laughs> do not. That's not hygienic. <laughs> do not. <laughs> are these windows open? Uh, no, but they are open a bowl. Open them. I'm opening it. <laughs> the bot is nice... just staring at you. You open open the window, uh, and a very nice uh, 80-story up breeze comes through. Great, just a howl. All right, I jump out and catch my catch get 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 caught by the nearest uh, fucking. Are uh, there suicide prevention bots? Are there suicide prevention bots? (laughs) Oh God, probably. (laughs) Doctor Elroy, King of Foxconn. All right. Um. So can we get to the end of the cable car? Yeah. I'll okay. Allow. Yeah. So uh, you go down and then you go across again. And you get to this fucking palace gate tower and then you go through the place into the thing in the elevator and the things chamber the elevator and the down and the thing and the through the garage and the, 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 the boom, boom. Does anything else happen on the way? Yeah, I get my I shit from the locker. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yes. yeah, yeah, that I is, want my stuff. That is correct. You have arrived at the garage and now you can get I... your stuff from the lockers. Oh yeah, I give bees a mag. Oh, cool. I take my outdoor... Uh, it's outdoor life, right? My outdoor life. Mag. Yeah, it's outdoor life. Mm-hmm. I wish that I had an energy weapon mag. Um, I don't know. I'll, fig- I'll, figure, I'll figure something out for you, Ram. Okay. To satisfy your fucking greedy goddamn eyes. Listen, 
I just want to say that these eyes could have been used for super friendship. But you've instead chosen to use them just for normal friendship, which makes me very sad. Yeah, you're... Okay, there are a couple of scans as you leave the facility, um, but not as many as when you came in. And finally, you are out on the street. Um, Great. With an autocar, and the autocar is taking you back to the transit station where you arrived in the sector. Five's day, noon, you can look at the thing. Five's day, noon? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Whatever noon is. I don't know if Alpha Complex has noons. Sure. Yeah, sure. Twelve's time. Twelve's time. All right. Skedaddle. Okay. I think, uh, I think that's it. Okay. Yeah. Um, you get out of the auto car, and it says goodbye, and it leaves. Now you can, now you can do anything you want. I'm surprised that at no point just a thousand alarms started blaring. I don't think anyone did anything but you. I was really concerned for your sanity when (laughs) you said that until I heard but you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm going. Goodbye. Are we done? I would like to go get dinner. Uh, Yeah, yeah, we can be done. Is that in character or out of character? (laughs) Both. (laughs) Okay. You guys want to get dinner? Yeah, let's get dinner. No. But there should be a cool calf in somewhere around here or somewhere. All right, Ram and I go to get dinner. Do you have any meaningful comments um, before I turn off the recording? Um, if you have something really cool to discuss, do it while the recording's No, going. I don't discuss things. <laughs> I, I listened to that JoJo episode. You know that the second we start recording, we're going to have a conversation. Hey, Ram, Ram you want to be my live fire target? Everyone's going to be like, be God, live we wish fire target. recording that It depends on what weapon yeah, you're using. Because we do every day. It's a hand weapon. What kind of hand weapon? An armor penetrating kind. You got a slug thrower? Hey, Ram. That's not a hand weapon, Ram. Yeah, that's a... Eh. No. Is that a field weapon? No, that's a projectile. <laughs> I'm trying to... I, I forget weapon. what it is. What kind of projectile weapon hand weapon do you have? I did not say it was a projectile weapon. Oh, what kind of hand weapon do you have? Fa- that's armor piercing or whatever you have said. I don't know. Worry about it. Let me test it on you. I Ram. think you should test it on bees instead, because... What? She's uh, on a lower clone than I am. Ram, here you go. This is how. You're, this is what I'm gonna let you look at the sword. Yeah. This is what the sword's gonna look like to you. You posted the Aerith <laughs> gif, where she gets uh, brutally stabbed by Final Fantasy VII character Sephiroth. Spoilers for an ancient game, and not for the remake, which is spoilers for the remake. Uh, Wait, if somebody wants to test a weapon, she doesn't die in Midgar, and everybody knows that the game doesn't happen until after Midgar? <laughs> Question mark. Whatever I'm trying to say. Yeah, who knows what you're saying. The game does not happen until after me. That's what most people remember about it. It's not that. Topical Final Fantasy VII references. It's more more topical. Final Fantasy VII just came out when this was was being recorded. That's how far behind you guys are. Damn. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not the remake, the original game. (laughs) Yeah, the original game. (laughs) Yo, I just finished this new game, Final Fantasy VII, and I gotta say, I don't really care for it that much. Yeah, I thought Final Fantasy VI was a lot better. Yeah. Kefka was way more... Sorry, Final Fantasy III. That's what we called it back then. Which is right now. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Alright, let's go. Okay, I think we're done here. Yeah, yeah. cut all that. Yeah. Alright, I'm just going to say cut that like eight times an episode now. Well, that was wonderful, wasn't it? Now, there's some time left in this episode, and I've dedicated it to a secret debriefing for lights. Normally I don't do a secret debriefing after side incidents. I only do them after main missions. But obviously there's some things which we need to address with everything that's happened to Lights. And also there's a couple of other things that he wanted to do that we actually forgot to do last time in his secret debriefing. And since most of this is, well, since some of this is relevant to what we just experienced, 
I thought it would go together nicely in one episode. All right. It's time for me to meet up with the bot spotters. Ah, okay. Uh, just to clarify, this is... Uh, the actual par- bot spotters. That, because they said... No. Fight together or die a clone. Uh, post-mission 5. Post-Dr. Elroy. Lights special secret society debriefing. No, no, this is not. This is literally the bot spotters. I'm going there. Okay, you literally go to the bot spotters. I found that photo of a rare bot. Here's a picture of me posing next to it with thumbs up. Right, and this is uh, the heat exhibit pictures, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, wow. So you're you're in a room. Everyone here looks like they're wearing a set of like nerd nerd glasses makeup, but they're it's how they all actually look. Every single person is just the lankiest, scrawniest, poindexteriest fucking dude. I'm Danny DeVito. I can't possibly. I can't possibly fault these men. Um, and they they all point at your picture and say, "Wow! Oh, wow! Oh!" And they start listing off the the most facts, trying to list the most facts about it. Um, I guess I never actually wrote down anything about the, you and the bot spotters because I didn't fucking care. <laughs> well, I, I care. To, I guess I have to do that now. <laughs> I care about the bot spotters. <laughs> you think this is a joke? What degree are you in the bot spotters? Second? First? You never gave me a degree because you think it's a joke. <sighs> but I guess first done, degree. What have you done so far? You, you took the quiz to join them. Yeah, I joined them. That's it? And they said, go take photos of some rare robots. And ever since then, I've been saying, is that a rare robot? Is that a rare robot? And All this right. is the first time that you said yes. Okay. Congrats. You're now a second degree bot spotter. Life is phenomenal. Um, what are my rewards? Okay, well, your first reward is uh, a tremendous palm-sized button for your clothing. Uh, It is made of brass, uh, and in a circle written from the top around it, it says, uh, Bot Spotter, uh, Super Member. Second Degree is already a Super Member? Yeah. Wow. They like like cool names. Um, And in the frame of those words uh it has the what is the bot spotter motto uh well it it has it has a uh engraving of the gl188 combat with a uh modular minigun and a hmm, i'm gonna go with modular minigun on the left hand and modular fist on the right okay that's all very reasonable nod nod you want me to take this seriously so i'm taking it seriously I am. And don't act like I'm not. And um yeah, and across the middle is written uh bot spotters. We spot them. Bot spotters super member, bot spotters we spot them. Yeah, bot spotters colon we spot them. Okay. The colon of course is the second most highbrow form of punctuation humor. It follows very closely behind the ultimate form of highbrow punctuation humor, the semicolon. Alright. I feel great. What's your bot spotting skill? Very unreasonably high. It is seven. Okay, well, it's eight now. (laughs) Other people could have eight bot spotting if they just joined the club like I told them to. I guess so. Alright. I thank all these people. Do I get a new mission? Or is it just to spot bots like it always is? Well, I don't know what else the bot spotters would want you to fucking do. 
they're they're a legal secret society. All they can do is look at bots and think about bots and write down bot facts and discuss bots. What a sad existence. <laughs> so so you can if you want to do those things, you can. You know, it doesn't have to just be pictures. You can write down facts about bots. You could record a conversation with a bot. I'll consider it. All right, let's uh, now thank all these people and go to my uh, actual meeting. Okay. With the uh, Frankenstein destroyers. Wonderful. Um, yeah, once that sad affair is finished, you go to the Frankenstein destroyers. <laughs> you meet up in uh, you meet up in a scrapyard of some kind so that you can uh, slide down all the dead bots or something. This seems like a good place to hang out. Yeah. Uh, so what what are you doing here today? Uh, well, I've gotten the dongle out of my body in a way that is not disgusting, and now I would like to... I mean, I assume I've got a contact. I don't need to wander around here indefinitely. No, you can just go and uh, talk to somebody you know. All you right. know several people here by now. I'm going to talk to the important guy. Probably the guy that was either the one that gave you the mission or the one adjacent to it. And I'm going to be like, hey, I got the thing. This oh, is... wow. Uh, they... Uh, the person looks at you and says, what, uh, what did you manage to get? Uh, this is the data on how they assemble the new line of warbots. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Wonderful. All right. Uh, they take that. Uh, let's see. And, uh, they're going to take you into a, into a, a back room and bring some other people and they plug it in. Um, and they're going to start looking over, uh, the data and you see, uh, on a screen that they have, there's a, uh, you know, a digital display of the bot and some of its assembly schematics. Um, it's not, it's not, um, everything about how they're built, but it details what all the components are and how they hook together, uh, which okay. is good. Unfortunately, it doesn't say how each of those components is made, but, you know, we'll take what we can get. Sure. So, um, I almost guarantee you that this is never going to happen. But if for some fucking reason you're ever fighting one of these bots, then... uh, I'll, I'll give you bonus dice. Okay. Sometimes when you learn a really specific skill, I have a player like write down that they're good at that skill. If you would like to, uh, we're going to say... I'll down good at Warbot. Uh, is there a model that I need? Yeah, what was it? Um... Good at the Warbot. Gus told me I'm good at... Okay. Yeah, um... X4928 Vaporization Express is what it's called. Vaporization Express. So any... I'll say that um, any checks that you... Most checks that you make involving it, you would get... uh, I'll be be super generous and say you would get a plus four too because I honestly... Honest to God, I don't think this will ever happen. I mean, let's be real here. Um, If I am fighting a Vaporization Express war, but I feel like the most likely role that I'm going to need is like to put a gun in my mouth. Hmm, fair enough. Okay. But also, of course, you're going to get merit progress. Yeah. And congratulations, you've made it to sixth degree. Ooh, that's pretty good. It's very good. It's very impressive. Um, I assume these people, like, know that I am an infiltrator at this point? Or is that something that only, like, a very select few people are aware of me? People in the Frankenstein Destroyers? Yeah. Um, anybody who's in your local uh, organization who is, like... I'm going to say third or fourth degree or higher probably knows that. Okay. So Maybe fourth degree, or fourth degree or higher. So the people in this meeting are aware of 
my position. Yes, everybody, right? everybody in this room knows that. That's why you're in a back room. Okay. Um, no, the the rank and file don't know. They just think that you're a member. I mean, I'm sixth degree. I'm spooky to most of the rank and file guys. Yes, you are. I'm starting now. to become spooky. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, for reaching sixth degree, you may get two of three things. So there's three things, and you can pick two of them to get. Oh boy, choices. The first two choices that I list are ways in which stats can go up. But you really, really don't need to hear 20 minutes of it. Instead, we're going to go on to the final, much more interesting segment of Light's choosing his upgrades. The last thing is a society special. So for you, that would probably be... Um, a grenade? Uh, some kind of some kind of anti-robot weapon would be an option. Okay. Um, at your rank, you could also probably get uh, like a henchman or or like a minion or something. <laughs> okay, I, I could do it with a henchman. <laughs> uh, basically, how that would work is I would uh, generate a simple character that just has a, a couple of particular strengths and weaknesses and a degree and some kind of job. Um, and then you can tell them to do whatever you want. I, mean, um, I, I assume I'd probably just like leave them at home and like call them if I need something. Like, uh... pretty much. Okay. Yeah, that seems great. Okay. But if you if you get them and they die, uh, you don't just get another one. That's fair. Uh, would this person be able to be like identified? Like, or like, how would this work if I had to do like something sneaky or suspicious? If they get caught, they might get traced back to the Frankenstein destroyers. Hopefully not. Huh. Ooh, that's risky. If they do, then they might get traced back to you, but probably not. Unless there's evidence of however it is that you gave orders to them. I'm just trying to think, can I use this guy to deliver a bomb to Ram's house? Probably. Yeah, remember when I said that this was going to be related to the rest of the episode? Lights has... I wouldn't say decided, but he's highly debating... Um doing a mail bomb on Ram for the stress and trauma that he put him through earlier. He did, after all, say several times that there would be consequences if Ram continued to obstruct him. Now, whether or not he's going to do this and how he's going to do this exactly, we're going to have to find out later, so be sure to stay tuned for the future episodes. For now, though, it's just a matter of figuring out what tools you can get that will be most useful in the future, whether or not he's using them to bomb his teammate or not. Yeah, but I don't want him to get caught. Yeah, I mean, I, it might be more efficient to just hire a one-off courier for that for, like, I don't know, 100 credits or something. Or maybe even less, depending on how good of a courier you want. I'm you know not what, sure if you I... want to use a henchman. I mean, I guess if you use a henchman on that and they get away with it, fine, then, you know, that's just a free delivery. But Yeah, but, uh, I don't know. I, th I still want the henchman because that's cool. So yeah, I'm going to get the henchman because it's cool. Okay. And um, then I'm going to get the two points. All right. What if I put two more into bot programming for a total of 14 points in bot programming? That is not higher than 15, so I'll allow it. God, we're getting the spooky numbers there. Okay. All right. Okay, so you now have a lackey pool. The lackey pool is a pool of lackeys that you can pull okay. lackeys out of. Okay. Uh, you will get one person in this lackey pool. That's fair. I assume you're going to randomly generate what his strengths and weaknesses are. 
Well, not not completely random. Um, okay. Do you have uh, any funny name ideas, or should I just pick something at random? Uh, pick something at random. Okay. They're going to be uh, Maurice O-F-Y-T. Oh, I got no guy. Okay. Yeah. And uh, he's from your sector, which yep. is generally what I do for lackeys, unless you're uh, cool enough to be able to afford someone from anywhere. Okay. Um, they're on Clone 4. Um, what would you like their, their general specialization to be, if anything? Frankenstein Destroyers can provide you with um, a bot-smashing guy, another infiltrator like you, or something else that I'm not thinking of right this second. What, what kind of jobs do you anticipate sending them on? Um, I'm going to be setting. I'm most likely going to be setting them on either disguise things or uh, shadowing things because those are things that we're everybody on our team is terrible at. Okay, so you want someone sneaky? Frankenstein yeah. destroyers do not have a lot of sneaky people, um, but we'll see what we can do. Understandable. Um, how about a discreet mechanic? Okay, a discreet mechanic. Mm-hmm. They're they're not. Super stealthy, but they can blend in very easily and fix things around the complex. Yeah, they are you know, a if you put on a, a technician uniform, nobody pays attention to you anymore. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, Maurice O F Y T, uh, he's a general technician for tech services. Uh, I guess he should have a more specific job. He's a um, field mechanic or tech services. Okay. Yeah, welcome to the team, Maurice. All right. Uh, you you meet with this man. Uh, you shake hands. He tells you about his uh, his his love of technology, but hatred of machines, and how it led him to become an FD member. And uh, he says he hopes that he can, he can uh, assist you all. Sounds good. Okay. Um. So does that mean you don't want to go to meet Corporal Metal right now? I mean, I don't know what to tell them. Uh, they didn't know that I was going to meet. What's his name? Uh, that is correct. That is not correct, because Kyle told Corpor Metal that he was going to meet Dr. Elroy, and Kyle and Lights joined Corpor Metal at once, and Corpor Metal knows that they're on the same team. So, in reality, they have made note that Lights has actually not reported that he was going to visit Dr. Elroy, and they will be looking into why he might have chosen not to report that. Uh-oh. Just want to make make sure that you have you you don't want to not doing anything there. Um, um, I don't have anything to tell them really. I'm certainly not going to give them accurate information on how to build a warbot. Probably not a good idea for you. I mean, you know, I would get a lot. I would probably get a promotion, and I would probably get another promotion for for getting promoted. You know? <laughs> yeah, maybe. But uh, there but is one slight there downside. There might be negative repercussions in the future. There might be negative repercussions in the future, indeed. For example, you haven't actually used that plus four bonus. <laughs> Why would I ever have to use that plus four bonus? It's not like that I'm ever going to have to skedaddle and escape core four metal. Yeah. Thank you for listening to this episode of Paranoia. Fight together or die a clone.